0: Hey, hey, friends, I'm Thea Charles, and you are listening to the Push or Pivot podcast. In this series, we discuss the path someone chooses when they are at a crossroads of their life. Do they push through the adversity or do they stop, reassess and pivot? Our guest is Cassie Sunshine. Cassie is a life coach, speaker, side hustle mentor and recovering shouldaholic, and she shares her crossroads with us. All right. Welcome, Cassie. I'm excited to talk with you today and to share your story with everyone. So welcome to the Pusher Pivot.
1: Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited.
0: Yeah. So Cassie, I know that you are a coach, but I'd love for you to tell people a little bit more about yourself.
1: Thanks. Absolutely. So yes, I am a certified life coach, speaker, and um, I like to call it virtual side hustle mentor. It's kind of my own terminology that I came up with there. Um, my background by training is in higher education. So I originally went down the path of you know advising, career coaching, working with students in their college career and really realized how much I just love helping people figure out what makes them happy and what they want for their life and how to really overcome roadblocks and fears and so along the journey got my life coaching certification and I've been coaching for about five years now primarily generally women in their 20s and 30s I've coached everybody um, Mm -hmm. but that's the kind of group I'm most passionate about um I would say my personal mission statement is to create a generation, never looking back on life with regret or wondering what if, because I feel like I grew up kind of watching my grandparents save and work really hard for retirement their entire life. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, watched my mom, she was a teen mom and had to sacrifice a lot and kind of got to, you know, her fifties and looked back and said, you know, what exactly did I do with those years other than have children? Mm -hmm. And, you know, in watching those experiences, I really realized that I didn't want to just go through the motions or just kind of exist. And I feel like I look around and a lot of us are doing that, you know, praying for Friday, uh, dreading Monday, just kind of trying to cram life into the weekends or on vacations. And I firmly believe that, you know, we're, we're meant for more than that. We can have better than that. And so, and then on my own personal development journey, and at the same point, helping you know, other women discover what it is they love and what they want to do with their life and how to find fulfillment and confidence and balance so they feel like they're actually living life, not just going through the motions.
0: Wow. I love that. I love that creating a generation. I re- that just hit me. So I know you said that you had worked in like higher education and mm-hmm. you went through your master's degree and that was like the start of a crossroads for you. Can you <laughs> tell us that? Yeah.
1: Yes, that was a very big crossroads for me. So I grew up in a family that education was expected. That that was not a a question. I was booking at colleges and middle school. So um, that was just the expected path. Both my grandparents have PhDs. And so that was just, that's what I grew up with. So I got my undergraduate degree and always knew I'd get a master's. Again, that just wasn't, that was just assumed in my world. And so, um, I graduated my undergraduate degree, found myself, you know, not very happy in my career, thinking, okay, I'll get a master's degree. That's what you do, right? That's right. how you advance your life, and that's how you become more successful and more fulfilled. Mm-hmm. And I went and you know, paid all the money and did all the hard work and got my master's degree in higher education, was working full-time during it. So was in the profession, and you know, came out of that degree and I vividly remember it was May of 2015. And I remember like finishing it and being like, nothing's really changed like that didn't really do anything and Mm -hmm. you know i'm staring down this life path you know thinking about the next 30 to 40 years thinking this can't be all there is this cannot be what they told me to work so hard for Mm -hmm. i know this path is not getting me where i want to go i don't you know i always knew i wanted freedom i knew that one day i wanted to have a family and i wanted to be home with my children
0: Mm -hmm.
1: um i knew i wanted to travel i just didn't know what I didn't know what I wanted though. And that's what I hear a lot from the clients that I work with. It's, I want something different, but I don't know what that different is. And I was in the exact same position and ended up at a networking event, not even, I think it was two weeks after I finished my master's degree. Um, So here I am, you know, finishing this big accomplishment and finally feeling a relief and I'm done (laughs) and I can have a life again. And I ended up at this networking event that I did not want to go to. That's the biggest thing I remember vividly. Just it was during the week. I had to take the bus to get there. I was tired, but my gut intuition said, you know, I needed to be at this event. And it was at that event that I met a life coach. Never had heard of life coaching before. I used to joke saying, if only I could get paid to, you know, help people and give them mm-hmm. advice. But I knew I didn't want to be a therapist because right. that was I'm very empathetic. So therapy would just it'd be a lot for me.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So I met the, I met a life coach. I Remember as soon as she said the words. Something in me just that got intuition, right? Like just it yeah. clean lit up, it, it sparked. I didn't know what that meant yet, but I knew I needed to know more about it. And mm-hmm. so we got lunch two days later. Okay. I knew nothing, I didn't know her. Uh, we got lunch, and she offered me an opportunity to pivot. She said, You know, I'm in a life coaching training program. It's a year long. I'm a coach. She was a coach in the program. She taught the program, and they were helping people to get their certification, become coaches, build a business. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't even know if I, I, about entrepreneurship at that point, nothing. Right. And uh, it was $16,000. I was mm-hmm. 25 years old, living in Washington, D.C., uh-huh. uh, on my own in yeah. higher education, uh-huh. i.e., not making much money. Uh-huh. Um, and that was. But I just knew, I knew that if I kept down the path I was going, I knew what to expect. I knew where that was leading. I knew this path could lead to something better. I didn't know what it was going to lead to exactly, Mm -hmm. but I knew that it could. And so I took that chance and I handed her my credit card at that lunch. I did not research. I did not analyze. I didn't go ask for other people's advice. I took the biggest leap of faith of my entire life based on pure gut instinct and started my journey with life coaching.
0: That's incredible. It's really incredible. And
1: how has it been? So this is the part I love to share because I think everybody expects it to be, oh, it was great. I went through this program. I came out. I have a booming business. Everything's been fine. Not at all. And I love to be very transparent about this because I feel like there's no point in worrying about the what ifs because there's going to be a million things that happen along the way that you could never predict anyway. So, why put your energy into that? So, I've learned along this journey. Mm-hmm. I did the year long program, and in a lot of ways, I left that program very unhappy, thinking I wasted my money, not sure if it was a good decision, um, not knowing where it was going to lead. Yeah. But it's still a part of the journey that now I look back on and I'm very, very grateful for because I had to go through that step. It was that decision point, right? That That decision yeah. point. That changed everything, so finished that program, kept working full time. Um, During that program though, I got introduced to a network marketing company that I'm still a part of to this day, that's changed my life, it's given me community, it's given me personal development, it's given me my health. So again, you never know what's gonna come along the way, you don't know what to expect. That was four years ago and I'm still there, my best friends are a part of it with me, I wouldn't be coaching had I not found that. Right. So I think it's always, I remind myself too, is you don't know what you're going to get from something,
0: mm-hmm. but that
1: came out of that experience. And then I I kept working full time and there was another big moment in my life because this is how it works, right? There's a lot of up levels. It's not a linear journey. You don't just make a decision point to change your life. And then all of a sudden it's just an uphill project trajectory since then. Right. It's a lot of you know ebbs and flows mm-hmm. because Fear creeps in, worry creeps in. I was too afraid to leave my job. It was secure. It had the great benefits. It paid okay. I had a good boss. I had the job mm-hmm. that I had worked really hard to get. Yeah. And here I am in it. And so it was scary to contemplate, do I go full force into coaching? Do I just keep doing it as a hobby? I didn't know what I exactly wanted yet. Right. Um, but then in 2017, I got into a car accident. Oh. And while I would say I would never ask for it, it was one of the biggest blessings in my life in a very disguised way. Yes. Because I was not listening to the path the universe was trying to send me down. I was fighting it. I was resisting it because of fear and what would my family think and, and what is what is successful, right? Going by everybody else's mm-hmm. definition of what success is. But I got in that car accident and I was out of work for, I think, over three months with a brain injury. Wow. And yet... During that three months, my life coaching business was the most successful I had been. I wasn't marketing. I, wasn't, I couldn't be on a computer. I had a concussion.
0: Really? But
1: yet clients were just coming to me. And I was happy. I was, I was despite, you know, again, being in this tough situation, I was lighter. I was, I was freer. I was more connected to people. And I knew it. I noticed it. And I was like, this is odd, right? I'm, I'm in this really tough situation, yet things are really accelerating in a good way in my life. And then I went back to work Mm -hmm. and within four months of going back to work, no clients. I was, um, you know, back into one of my, I I have depression and anxiety. I very honest and transparent about that. So, um, I was feeling that again. I just, I noticed it where I could see the difference Mm -hmm. very concretely in my life. And I had to be like, what the heck is this? Right. I, I, this isn't, Then something's wrong. Something isn't working here. And so that was the end of, you know, 2017 going into 2018. And by the beginning of 2018, I made a decision that I was going to leave my job that year. Um, because I knew as great as that job was, it was not in alignment with what I truly wanted for my future. And I've, I had to make a decision. Either I was going to stay in that career path and just be doing that life, or I had to pivot. I couldn't do this in between. Right. I see that so often. And for a while you can, you can do it. However, there comes a point where you have to make a decision first. You can't wait for it to work out and then make the decision to do it. Um, the metaphor I always give is you can't stand in front of a wood stove and give me, say, give me fire. And then I'll give you my wood or, you know, a check. You can't go to the bank and say, give me my money. And then I'll sign the back of the check and give it to you. You have to decide first. You have to sign your name to that check. You have to put the wood in. you have to decide. And go for it. And I wasn't doing that. I was half deciding. I was I was dipping my toes in it every time that so the universe was confused. It's like, well, what do you really want? I don't know. I can't give you anything because I don't know what you want. And that disrupted the rest of my life, my relationships, my health, my you know, it if you're unhappy in one area, if you're out of alignment in one area, it will impact all other areas, whether you realize it or not. And so I you know, in 2018, here I am thinking something's got to change. So I lost my job in July of 2018. The biggest thing i have love to say though is I had zero clients at the time. It was not because I was making a ton of money. It was not because I was super successful. I knew, and it was risky. It was complete risk. And has it been perfect ever since? Not by any means. However, again, I know that decision point has you know propelled me forward, led me to breakthroughs that I needed to have, that has gotten me to where I am now, where things are really picking up. And I have that momentum and I have the, the success that I've wanted. And so it's just, has been a series of having to fail and, and get back up and pivot and, and decide, you know, take chances. I still don't know exactly how it's all going to work out.
0: <laughs> wow. That's awesome. And I love how you just talk, like that clear visual of making that decision, not being in that wishy-washy phase. And yeah. I, I experienced that myself when I was leaving my own job, because like you, I was like, I went to school for this. I tried really hard. And this is like, you know, I made this plan, like, like you said, like way back in middle school, like I knew where I was going to go. And now it doesn't feel right. And it's like, let go of that parachute, that safety net, and like, just jump. But you feel so much better when you're in alignment with yourself. And like, things open up that you didn't see before that you just couldn't see because like that you know, there's a film blocking the way. So I love that. And I love how you, I'm just like, and I love, <laughs> but I really love that it wasn't all like, you didn't say it was all roses after that. You have oh, to God, go no. through hills and valleys. And I think that, you know, a lot of times it's hard to see that when you're the person looking it from the outside, looking in, you just see mm-hmm. you became a coach, you did school and then you yeah. figured out what you wanted and look how happy you are. But there's a lot that goes into that.
1: Yeah. It's very, um, it's, it's very, very important to me that I don't just show the highlight reel. So Mm -hmm. especially even on social media, you know, I know a lot of coaches. I know a lot of entrepreneurs. I know them personally. Mm -hmm. I see their social media. I know a lot of what they're saying is not completely accurate. And I'm not saying you got to go air your dirty laundry or, you know, put your whole life out there. But I personally realized along the way that if I was going to choose to be in the the public light in some way, right? If I'm on social media or if I'm trying to influence in any way, I feel I have an obligation to show both sides, to be transparent, to be real with people because otherwise I feel like I'm contributing to this problem we see a lot where it is just the highlight reel and people just think, Oh, it's just going to magically happen or it's going to be great along the entire way and so it's something very like part of my personal just mission and branding to be transparent and be authentic about my journey and i used to think that would make me a bad coach right or people wouldn't wouldn't respect me or take me seriously or think i could help them and it's been the complete opposite or yeah. clients you know that i relate to you i know you get it i know you you understand what i'm going through and i want them to know that i wanted to know that i didn't just sit here and say oh I want to not have to work, so let me just pick something that I can go, you know, tell some people some advice. You know, I'm living it. I'm I'm walking it. I'm talking it. I'm experiencing it. And right now, especially I, it's, you know, during these crazy times, right. I'm seeing the culmination of years and years of personal development because a situation like this two years ago would have ruined me. Uh, I have anxiety. Money is one of my biggest triggers. And here we are in one of the most financially insecure situations that we've ever been in and I'm happier than ever. And I, I always feel guilty saying that, but it's because of the work that I put in that when this crazy time came, I know how to stay connected to my vision. I know how to have you know, resiliency in this time. I know how to not be dictated by my circumstances. I know I have faith and I have trust in where I'm going and what I'm doing, despite what's going on around me. All these things that I help my clients with Mm-hmm. I am now seeing the evidence very clearly in my own life. And it's only taken my belief and my passion for what I do to help people, you know, 10 times, 20 times higher, because I can see it in my own life because I'm doing it. And I'm living it.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And people can respect you for that, for being transparent and not feeling judged. I think that sometimes comes up a lot. You don't want to feel judged. Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, Cassie, this is so great. Um, if you could give us one piece of advice, what would it be?
1: Oh gosh. Picking one is so challenging. Um, cause I love, <laughs> I love to give people concrete tools, right? Mm-hmm. I think something I've noticed in the personal development world is it's a lot of like, go think happy thoughts or like, just go be, you know, it's very like words and sometimes it's not always action oriented. And, and I'm a firm believer that, um, you have to master your mindset and align it with action. Otherwise, neither is going to work. I see a lot of people doing a lot, not going to get you what you want, hate to break it to you. And I see a lot of people reading the podcast and the blogs and and going to Tony Robbins events and jumping up and down and and coming out of it with like, well, that was awesome. And they're you know more positive for the next two weeks until life hits them. Right. And that's so it, it's the combination of the two things. So it's, I always try really hard to give people kind of tangible so then they can actually go and implement. Um and i think you know one of the, the biggest piece of advice i can give is to really get clear on the vision of what you want. And I'm not just talking a vision board because a vision board is great and dandy. Don't get me wrong, but oftentimes it's, you know, the pretty pictures of the beach or those fit girl or these words, it's not specific. It's not tangible. It's not, you're not connected to it in a way that when life gets tough, it's going to pull you through those moments. And so when I talk about a vision, this is something I I do with my clients right away. It's a foundation for my coaching. Um, You need to feel it, taste it, smell it, hear it. Like it needs to be something that you're so in that you can't give it up because you're now so connected to it. You've experienced it in your own mind that it's so powerful that it moves you forward. So when I talk, you know, a vision, it's, it's getting really clear. And and I usually do three years out. That's the recommendation I give people do three years out, write a vision from the present tense as if you're living it now, you know, you're getting dinner with a friend and you're catching up about your life and describe your life in the present tense in pictures we are visual thinkers. It's how our mind operates. Paint the picture. Okay. You're married. Great. You know, when you wake up in the morning, you know, does he, you know, what does he, does he get you on the forehead? What is he saying to you? You know, do you guys go on vacations? What do you do for fun activities? You know, what does your house look like? Where are the windows? What are the countertops? What is the floor? What is the layout? You know, are you near the beach? Are you near the mountains, your job? What kind of impact are you having? What does your schedule look like getting down to those nitty gritty details? However, don't get caught up in the job title, in the city, in the company, because that's where the people get caught up. Or the, I don't know. What Okay, what impact do you want to have? Do you want to be working with people? Do you not want to be working with people? Are you traveling? Are you working from home? Do you have a flexible schedule? Is it a set schedule? Those are all things that you can get clear on without knowing what the job might look like or the career or the location of the person, right? But the clearer that you can get on that, the more connected you are to it make you know give give examples to that's my biggest thing paint memories Mm -hmm. into your vision Mm -hmm. as if they already happened because think about now we have memories right Mm -hmm. Of, of times with our loved ones or times when we felt really confident or when we felt really healthy like we have memories of that which motivates us you need to do the same thing in your vision decide your own memories like in my vision i have a Memory with you know of my husband taking me on a surprise trip to Bali and the beautiful blue turquoise water and the the hut out on the water with the, the white lights and the candles and we have our own fire pit and we were talking about starting a family and you know that's a memory I feel that I can picture that mm-hmm. so that's really important in a vision is to get really you know specific but great be graceful with yourself it's going to come with time when you start to get curious. Mm-hmm. The more answers come, right? Don't worry about having it all now, but start to get curious with it because then when you have a clear vision, what you can do every day when you're feeling stuck or you're feeling scared or you're feeling frustrated is you can ask yourself the question, what can I do today with what I have and where I'm at to move me in the direction of my vision? You take one step and then if you feel good, you can take another step. You let the step show you the next step. So we have to stop worrying about 12 steps ahead, 20 steps ahead, 30 steps ahead. You do not know what's gonna happen. You will have a completely different vantage point from that point anyway, and you will completely limit yourself if you go there. So if nothing else, every day you can take one step towards the direction of that vision. Maybe it's making a phone call. Maybe it's going and doing an activity. Maybe it's you know writing a blog post. You know Maybe it's practicing a skill or watching a YouTube video. And those little steps will give you more clarity will bring opportunities into your life and you'll feel in momentum without feeling the burden of everything. So it's, you got to have the vision though. It all starts with a vision. If you don't tell the universe what you want, it doesn't know what to give you. And so you can't go to an architect and say, build me a happy house, you know, build me a successful house. They won't know what the heck to build you. You've got to give it direction and it's going to change over time, but give it something because if you don't, that's when you get things you don't really want.
0: That's awesome advice. And I had this visual, something that someone had told me before, and I've shared it with people. Like, you can't drive from the East Coast to the West Coast and think you know the way already. You have headlights yep. on your car, and it only shows you so far until you get to that point. Then you see the next destination. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. We always say it's the same thing. You, know, you, if you sat in your driveway waiting for all the lights to be green, like you can't do that. You know, there's gonna be detours. There's gonna be, you know, roadblocks, and you just you navigate them, and and you have, but like. Let's create a GPS so you know where the heck you're actually going.
0: <laughs> yes. Ah, this was so good. Thank you so so much. This is really awesome. Thank you for having me. Oh, yeah, of course. If how can someone find you?
1: Absolutely. So I'm on all all the social medias, okay. <laughs> as they like to say, um, as Cassie Sunshine. So. Facebook is, is Cassie sunshine, Instagram, uh, LinkedIn, not on Twitter. It's one thing I just never got into. I'm, a, I'm in my thirties now, so I did not get on the Twitter train, <laughs> but I yeah, everywhere Instagram. online and my website Cassie sunshine as well. So if people want to okay. know more about my story or what I do. Um, my website's a great place for that as well. And I'm always happy to connect with anybody. If anybody has questions or, you know, needs help kind of elaborating anything, feel free to reach out at any time.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. And we'll definitely have your, website in the show notes so everyone can find you thank you so much cassie
1: absolutely thank you so much
0: what did you take away from cassie's story how can you get clear on what you really want i'm thea charles and i hope you gained insight from this story if you'd like to learn more about the pusher pivot podcast visit us on the web at pusherpivot.com thank you for listening please subscribe. And join me next time on the Push or Pivot podcast.